ஒன்பதாவதுமீன short and very concise hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that was recited in this hadith sharif there are two definitions that have been given one is a definition of who is a muslim and the other definition is who is a muhajir these definitions are very important to understand the essence of something every person has some concept in his mind something that he put together in his heart and mind due to whatever he thought about but it's not necessary that what our concepts are what we have thought about might be correct or if it is correct it might just be partly correct the real essence of it the full meaning of it that we can gauge only in the light of what we have been given in the quran and sunnah so the first part of this hadith sharif is the definition of a muslim now obviously a muslim there is a very comprehensive aspect that who is a muslim so the various aspects of deen and it is depending on which angle is being discussed what is being referred to from that particular angle that point is then highlighted in principle in terms of the person that a mu'min is a muslim is then he is a person whose heart is only filled with good that is what this muslim has been taught to do if somebody does not follow the direction the instruction then obviously that might become something else person is instructed that you want to do something this is the procedure somebody wants to cook some food then this is the procedure these are the ingredients that you have to add into it and this is the manner in which you have to cook it so if he follows the procedure he puts the right ingredients in then he will get that food at the end of that whole process which will be just the aroma itself will be inviting from a distance and the taste would be something very very pleasurable very delicious and it will be very nourishing and in every way it will be good so from before he even started eating it he will enjoy it because of the beautiful fragrance and after having eaten it it will still benefit because it will be truly refreshing but if he cooked it in some other way he put the wrong ingredients in he did not cook it in the correct manner So number one is going to be not even giving any correct fragrance it might give an odor 
and then it might be harmful after he eats it also. So this Muqmin, this Muslim has been taught many many aspects by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Allah Ta'ala has given us directly in the Quran Sharif and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa has taught us many things, numerous things which all together build up the character of this person. All put together make up this person. It makes the person that kind of person which Nabi Islam wants him to be, which Allah Ta'ala wants him to be, that kind of person within the four walls of his home, who is a source of good to everybody, who is a source of happiness to everyone, source of correct guidance to everyone. He is a person who in society is a means of the benefit to each one another, benefit to others. In any sphere of life, he is somebody who is giving of goodness. So there's so many different things that have been put together to make up this personality. All the various ingredients. So in this one Hadith Sharif, one specific aspect is being highlighted. But this is such a concise aspect that a person now applies it in any aspect of life, he'll find some guidance in it. So Rasulullah says, Al-Muslim. That who is the person who deserves this title of Muslim? In terms of day-to-day interactions, interactions with people. A person is not an island, he doesn't live alone, he doesn't live isolated. All the time there is interaction with people. Whether he is at home, whether he is at work, whether he is an employer, whether he is an employee, whether he is a person merely walking on the street, whether he is traveling somewhere in some public transport, or wherever he might be, he is interacting with people all the time. So in terms of this interaction, in terms of the social life, who is that person who deserves this title of Al-Muslim? So this is a mirror that is being put in front of us. That the Hadith Sharif is presenting a mirror. And if a person looks into these various mirrors, he'll be able to see himself. Like in the Hadith Sharif it is explained, مِنْ حُسْنِ إِسْلَامِ الْمَرْءِ تَرْكُهُ مَا لَا يَعْنِي That this is the beauty of a person's Islam. That he leaves out futile things. Now this is a mirror being put in front of us. That we need to look within this mirror that where do I fit into this? How perfect is my Iman and Islam? In the Hadith Sharif, Rasulullah says, لا تظهر Don't express any joy at the misfortune of your fellow Muslim. Because perhaps Allah Ta'ala might remove that from him and put it onto you. But now, this is a mirror that a Muslim doesn't do this expressing joy at somebody else's misfortune whatever the nature of that misfortune might be he doesn't do this all these are mirrors for us to look within look into these mirrors and see our reflection how it's coming out so in this hadith sharif rasulullah is giving us this mirror that who is a true muslim he's a person who causes no harm to anybody man salim al-muslimuna min lisanihi wa yadi Nobody is harmed by his tongue, by his hand, by his word and by his action. Any word, any action is not of that nature that causes hurt to people around him. How the person speaks, 
how he conducts himself, how he does his day-to-day duties and activities, all these things are to be checked within this definition of a Muslim. Many a times a person, mashallah, is very, very cheerful, very uh, happy-go-lucky as they say, all the other good descriptions that we may find with friends, with people who are strangers in reality, but those who are closest to him, his own wife, his children, his parents, others near and dear, somehow that becomes a different situation. That a person becomes a different person when he's at home and he's somebody else outside. Outside everybody loves him, his friends love him, and strangers love him, and somehow he forgets all that akhlaq and character when he walks into the door. He talks in a way that causes taklif and harm and hurt and pain. He interacts in a way that causes pain to people. Everybody is at, on, walking on eggshells. Or sometimes a person, mashallah, in the masjid is such a wonderful person. Everybody loves him. But when he's back in his business, he's back at his job and the authority that he has and how he wields that authority, suddenly everybody else is at the wrong end of the stick. And everybody is now who are under his authority, they are all walking on eggshells, they can't seem to understand, is this the same person we met in the masjid? Is this the same person everybody was having such great words about? So this is because we've departmentalized deen. That certain things are part of deen, certain things don't apply to us. So in the masjid certain things apply, mashallah, we conduct ourselves very well. But home is a different space. Or the business of a work, that is a different space. No, no, a mu'min is a mu'min everywhere. And a Muslim is a Muslim everywhere. So Rasulullah is saying, this is a Muslim. Man salim al-Muslimuna min lisanihi wa yadi. Everybody is safe from any undue taklif. Any kind of harm, of any word, any action. He is not a person that does this. He is a source of happiness to others. The mu'min is one who earns his good deeds and then he doesn't lose it on the way. Man jaa bil hasanati falahu amsadiha. Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran Sharif, the one who brings along a good deed. He did the good deed in dunya, he performed his salah, he made tilawat of the Quran Sharif, he guided somebody towards righteousness, various other things, he gave charity, he made hajj, umrah, whatever other good deeds he did, so mashallah he's done a lot. But then he brings it along to the akhirat. So what does this mean bringing it along? If he did not fulfill this definition of a Muslim, for example, a Muslim doesn't cause harm to others. He is causing harm to others in how he conducts himself, how he does things. So in the Hadith Sharif, Rasulullah on one occasion asked the Sahaba Ikram, do you know who is a pauper, who is a bankrupt person? So they say the bankrupt person is somebody who has nothing, pauper, a person who is completely without any material possessions. I'm not referring to that person. That is a very, that's not significant because these aspects of dunya keep changing. Today's pauper is tomorrow's billionaire, tomorrow's billionaire, today's billionaire becomes tomorrow's pauper. These are the changing conditions of dunya, it's not really significant, not something for our discussion. We are talking about something that 
is really significant. The pauper of this ummah, inna al-muflisa min ummati, is a person who is a pauper on the day of Qiyamah. Because there now it's too late to make any changes. That person who comes on the day of Qiyamah, وَيَأْتِي قَدْ شَتْ And he comes with a lot of good deeds. وَيَأْتِي بِصَلَاةٍ وَصِيَامٍ وَزَكَاةٍ He's performed a lot of salah. Let alone the first salah, he's been making tahajjud also. Doesn't mean that one should not do this. He should do the maximum. But mashallah, this person did a lot of salah and zakat and fasting and other good deeds. But on the day of Qiyamah, he came on the one side with a lot of these good deeds. At the same time, وَيَأْتِي قَدْ شَتَمَ هَذَا وَقَذَفَ هَذَا وَأَكَلَ مَالَ هَذَا وَسَفَكَ دَمَ هَذَا وَضَرَبَ هَذَا Nabi Salaam is giving all the various things that he did in dunya. He swore at somebody. Swearing has become like a fashion. Personally, provided you didn't swear somebody's mother, the rest of it is fine. That is how it has become. And a person doesn't think twice about it. And he feels very fine. But how it's piercing somebody else's heart, because the person has sworn at his wife so many times, it means nothing to him. But every time how it's stabbing his heart, that he's not concerned about, he's oblivious of. This is just one example, the employee, whoever else, whoever. Now he's not top of the list. Nabi Islam says, Shata Mahaza. He came, mashallah, with a lot of good deeds. He came also with the swearing. Got a whole container full of swearing. He's been falsely accusing people of things. He's hitting somebody, causing harm to someone, usurping people's wealth. On the one hand, he's got all these good deeds. On the other side, all this. So now what's going to happen on the day of Qiyamah? On that day, it's too late now to go back to the dunya and make amends. So on the day of Qiyamah, the currency is of amal. There's no rand, cents and pounds and dollars. So now these people who were wronged in dunya, and that matter was not settled, now they'll come on the day of Qiyamah to claim. So now this person's good deeds will be, re- will be dished out in return for the harm that was done to them. These people's good deeds will be dished out for the harm that they committed to others. So now this person's salah was given, his zakat was given, his charity was given, everything is dished out to all those he harmed. And now when finally everything has been dished out, but they are still claimants, their sins will be taken and thrown onto him. And he'll end up in the fire of Jahannam. Nabi Salaam says, this is the pauper. This is a person who is truly penniless. Because he lost everything. He did so much in dunya, he came in akhirat and lost it. He took other people's sins and went to Jahannam. Reason? While on the one side, mashallah, he was very conscious of his ibadat. Not conscious about how he speaks. Not conscious about how he interacts with others. That is he doing things that, are, that is hurting others? Otherwise now he is going to have to pay back on the day of Qiyamah. So this is the first aspect that is mentioned in this Hadith Sharif. That this is a true Muslim. True Muslim, he doesn't cause any harm to anybody, neither with his words nor with his deeds. The problem unfortunately is that we don't reflect. One is we are supposed to think before doing something. That is the right thing, that the person before he says something, he's thinking, is this the right thing to say? Is this going to bring about some goodness or is this going to cause pain? I want to say it, maybe it's the right thing I want to say, but how am I going to say it? Am I saying it in a way that is appropriate or is this manner of saying it incorrect? Saying the right thing is one thing, but saying the right thing in the right manner. That is also very important. So now to reflect beforehand, that what, have I, what have I done? 
But now insan is insan, we are all weak, we make mistakes. But now if we didn't think before, at least we should have reflected after. That I finished saying this, but was it the right thing to have said? Was it the correct way I said it? And if we spend a minute or two to reflect upon it, this too, the reflection will reflect back at us. We said to ponder, this will give us a reflection. That no, no, this was not right. And inshallah it will hurt our conscience enough to go and make amends. To go and seek forgiveness. And sort out the matters before we leave this dunya. Otherwise it's too late. And when we leave we have no idea. Sometimes a person is here now and he's gone now also. So this is a Muslim, he reflects. If he made a mistake, he doesn't leave it undone. He goes and sorts it out. He goes to ask for forgiveness. He goes to seek that pardon. To sort the matter out. He cannot afford carrying this whole baggage across to the akhirat. At that time it's too late. It might be his own wife will come and claim. Because at that time nobody is ready to part with one good deed with, for anybody else. And nobody is ready to leave out one good deed coming. So everybody will be in nafsa nafsi, worried about himself. It might be his own wife that might claim. It might be his parents that might claim. It might be his own children that might claim from him. And on that day nobody will worry about anybody. Everybody will be for himself on the day of Qiyamah. So this is the time to now reflect. That who is a Muslim? To look into this mirror. Al-Muslimu man salim al-Muslimun min lisanihi wa yadi. And to keep reflecting upon the actions we do, upon the words we say. How we said it. It might have already happened. But now stop and think. And if we find that something wasn't in order, then we go and make amends. Sometimes that mirror is so filled with grace. The mirror of our hearts. That now we're looking into it, we can't see anything because it's so full with grease, with dirt, with muck. We will have to go to somebody to help us clean it. We will have to go to those who are the people of the field. That I need to understand what my faults are. I need to understand what my problems are. Like a person has some ailment sometimes, he can't detect also what it is. He has to go to somebody who is a person of the field. He goes to a doctor, he goes to a specialist. And that specialist also sometimes send him to somebody beyond... We need to get our hearts checked up, our amal checked up, how am I conducting myself, my social life, my business, how am I living as a person, as a husband, as a father, as a brother, as a son, whatever role I play in life, and am I conducting myself correctly, it's something that we have to do all the time, it's not a, an exercise that happens once and it's done, it's an ongoing process, because we are weak, we are insan, we will make mistakes. But that is a person who is really fortunate that he detected his mistake, he recognized it, and then Allah Ta'ala blessed him with the tawfiq to go and make amends also. To go and clear it up, to go and seek the forgiveness, to go and fulfill the rights. Somebody's monetary right, some other right. He made a mistake, he made a mistake, understood his insan. But that insan is fortunate who then went and made amends. So we need to reflect upon all these aspects that have been mentioned to us. We need to make that personality that the Qur'an Sharif has advised us to make. That Rasulullah has given us in the ahadith all the various aspects of life. Whether it is pertaining to our ibadat, that too we have to perfect. And it's an ongoing lifelong process. We will never reach perfection. But we have to keep aspiring for that. And likewise our mu'amalat, our monetary dealings, our business dealings, our mu'asharat, our social life, our akhlaq. All these things need to be constantly improved and in this way we become the true Muslim, the true Mu'min, that at the time of 
our leaving of this dunya inshallah we'll leave with the fazl of allah ta'ala that allah ta'ala is pleased with us may allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq wa akhiru da'wan